Hey everybody, our next episode will play in about 35 seconds, but gotta pay the bills. Listen to this ad coming up. This is how we get paid. Oh, thank goodness it is the weekend. You ever have those just kind of long weeks where just, I mean, everyone does, right? I mean, just it just never kind of seems like it's it's quite gonna end that was kind of this week for me it wasn't bad just a lot of stuff a lot of stuff going on it's weird when you do something like this because you can see whoa I just turned into a 12 year old there my voice completely cracked it's early morning so I haven't ha even had a cup of coffee yet I'm 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 doing this without a cup of coffee in me that's that's a very dangerous thought if I don't do a if I do a podcast without either having coffee or bourbon in me, that's, you know, it's probably a mistake, quite honestly. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, just got off a very busy week, and uh, it was great. A lot of productive stuff. When you, when you start doing stuff like the Urban Phoenix, um, and you start kind of generating some interest and, and, and really getting some, some very important ideas out there, you know, people kind of gravitate to it, and they're and they're curious by it, and they 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 want to they want to know more about what makes their city tick and and things like that. So, you know, I'm always happy to to, um, you know, make sure that I'm I'm putting that message out there. That that's the goal, right? That's can that's that's my job is to continue to put this information out there so that more people understand, um, you know, what what is smart growth in our cities going forward. What is sustainable growth? What is good for our, our urban uh, America? And what is good for our world? What is good for our environment? Those are all parts of, you know, obviously what we talk about here. Um, you know, so it, it just, it's, it's nice to get to the weekend. Because <laughs> I feel like I finally actually have the time around my work schedule uh, to fit the stuff in that I want to talk about. And today, I really want to talk about something that... This is something I wrote about like a year or two ago. It's a piece I got. It got picked up by Strong Towns, and um, it, it kind of it really it, it had a lot of views. It really garnered a lot of attention, and I kind of want to revisit it because I feel like here in Rochester, uh, I'm about to actually launch a piece about this. Uh, what was it? A week or two ago, the 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 uh, cars parking in bike lanes debate kind of was restarted by a piece by WXXI uh, here locally in uh, public radio here in, in Rochester. And I, I thought I thought that was as interesting as, you know, people are getting fired up about this again. And I, I was reading the comments, and I should never read the comments uh, on these stories. And, you know, people, of course, you know, taking very ignorant and at times very aggressive stances against cyclists and blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, it really kind of brought people are calling for things like let's register bikes you know let's they should be this pay the same fees we do as drivers and things like that which is the most frankly asinine thing i've ever heard in my life you know um and you know you have to take into consideration why don't we register bikes obviously well you know a car is a potentially 25 to 4000 pound or 2500 to 4000 pound weapon if misused or mishandled 
Um, you know, we register things like cars and guns that these are these are tools that, you know, can be um, they can, you know, protect us. They can move us. But uh, when misused, they can also cause a tremendous amount of injury or even death to others. Um, you know, the, the, the risk factor with associated with these in comparison to bikes is night and day. Right. We register in general when when you talk about things that can cause uh, damage or, or or harm, we, we register those things because we have to track um, we have to track their use. We have to track their their progress. So anyway, that was just one example of just these these horrific comments that were appearing. And most of these comments like registering and insuring bikes and things like that are really based around ignorance they're based around a sort of a, an ignorant culture that doesn't understand why we stand up for bike by yeah. wow have another one <laughs> they don't understand uh why we stand up for bike riding and why we think that that's an, an important thing why that is an important thing it's it's not a thought it is we have to get back to a more sustainable format for transit in transportation in this in this country as a whole you know, we in advocacy for bicycles, we do so much. We throw so much into safe cycling. How can drivers respect riders? How can you know? <clears throat> let's advocate for bike lanes. Let's do all this stuff, and 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 that's, you know, that is as important as anything. But at some point, advocacy has to be about legitimizing bikes as a as a as a real practical, legitimate, environmentally conscious, infrastructure conscious alternative to cars as far as moving people about. See, the reason I think people don't respect cyclists, there was a piece done that a huge percentage of drivers don't see cyclists as human, which is really wild. Um, you know, and those are the people we share the road with, right? You know, that they, you know, we're, we're, we're nothing more than a squirrel that runs across the road, I guess. Um, but that's the thing, right? So if drivers aren't seeing cyclists as, as, as legitimate, if, it, if people don't see this as a legitimate form of transportation, like, you know, hey, this guy's just trying to get to work, <laughs> then how are they going to respect this from a safety standpoint, no matter what protection we're given? They're not. Should we shift advocacy let's say, should we divert a portion of advocacy to legitimizing biking as a viable tool for transportation instead of just talking about X's and O's safety, you know, how not to turn into a cyclist, how not to um, run a cyclist off the road, how much space to give a cyclist. Should we be diverting more attention to actually talking about why cycling is... Uh, a, a, a much needed mode of transportation, why cycling is such an efficient mode of transportation, why cycling is, is uh, you know, a, a less costly form of transportation, why our cities would be better places, why our communities, not just cities, why our communities would be better places if more people biked, why our air would be more breathable, why our streets would be cleaner, 
Why there be more money in our pockets as taxpayers. We're looking at trillions of dollars to be able to bring our our dying infrastructure back up to uh, to to par, basically. You know, we wouldn't need most of that infrastructure if everybody biked, or if at least half the people uh, in this country biked, right? People wouldn't live so far apart from one another. We all know. I mean, the people who are listening to this podcast, I'm sure you all know the benefits of, of, of cycling. It's not just clean energy. It's not just, you know, or, or zero emissions vehicle, rather. It's not just, you know, um, uh, low you know, impact on, on infrastructure. It's literally everything. It's, it's the way we build our cities. It would have that kind of impact. It would change the way we build and move about um, our, our urban areas and, in some cases, our suburban areas as well. It would just cost us as Americans so much less money if we didn't have to build all the infrastructure that we do to turn the average, what, 150-pound person into a 2,500-pound person because 76 percent of all commutes are uh, alone in our cars. I mean, when you think about it like that, it's really stupid. <laughs> it's really inefficient what we've done. There's no arguing that. But those are the things that we kind of have to make people aware of slowly. And yes, you know, you're right. I mean, people, it's going to take a long time for minds to change. And, and people are going to be reluctant to listen still. It's not going to change that. But we have to try. We have to try. So when we talk about advocacy, we can talk about safety all we want. And it's important. I'm not pushing that aside. It's important. <clears throat> but for people to really understand why we're talking about safety for cyclists, that's what's truly important. People need to know why we're doing what we're doing. Not just, we're doing this, respect it. People need to know the ins and outs of why we're actually advocating for cycling. Because they don't. In most people people's minds, you know, bicyclists are, are just hipsters. You know, we're just doing our liberal thing, right? Going around. None of us have jobs, of course, in their minds. We just ride our bikes around, man. You know, just chilling in the sun, man. I'm so stoked to ride my bike. Okay, I'll never do that again, I promise. But that's the thing, right? Why is anybody going to respect us? You know, if, if that's what's on their mind, if that's why they think they think we're doing something. Cycling for transportation has nothing to do with being liberal, has nothing to do with being a hipster, has nothing to do with, you know, uh, eating granola on your way to work. I don't know. It has everything to do with the fact that the people who are making this choice are conscious of the fact that we need to do this. More people need to do this. We need to do this for the health of our communities, the health of our planet, the health of the next generations, the health of our infrastructure. That's why we do it. That's the thing we need to be putting out there. That's the message we need to be advocating for. Maybe when people, when more people start understanding that, drivers will take us a little more seriously on the streets. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Take care. Have a great weekend. I can't wait. I'm going to get out there. This is like one of the first nice weekends here in Rochester. 
So I'm getting out there to Lilac Fest. I'm I'm gonna bike around today. It's gonna be great. I gotta get some coffee in me. I gotta go. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening.